This is the Leapcast, where we talk about how today's current events impact your real life. If you are tired of politics or you are just exhausted from the spin, this show is for you. My name is Andrew Lieb, and every week I host a talk radio show breaking down the news from an independent point of view. We discuss real estate, business, and your health. Hear from the experts and learn the truth on the Leapcast. Personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lieb. Cuomo. Cuomo. Like, Lauren, Cuomo, what's going on with this guy? Like, it's... I thought impeached Cuomo. Well, he's not impeached. They, they, they allowing impeachment inquiry to go forward. But I thought we were done with drama. I have to tell you, I have some conservative friends that are making comments on social media that Biden doesn't say peep. He only had a speech this week. You know, that was the first speech in a while that he's had. And you don't hear from him and he's so quiet. And I'm like, that's awesome. I don't like hearing politicians like and it's been so quiet. Everything, like, you could feel a pin drop. And then Cuomo, first we have the nursing home debacle thingamabobby. And I don't know what's right, what's wrong with that. But I got to tell you, whoever his PR person is, got to be fired. Like, oh, yeah. She's like, canceled. Or canceled. canceled. Uh, I think they got to be canceled. Like, and I, you said she first and you corrected yourself with a heebies. You well, weren't sure. I'm not sure. But w- to the next thing, we really need to stereotype a little and just imagine the person in charge of communications a she because as we go into this, well, you know. Implicit bias. Well, implicit bias. But this guy, he has six accusers now on sexual harassment and it's kind of ironic. And it's ironic because- he was the HUD secretary. Let's let me give you two things under Clinton that did anti-discrimination policy. That's what he was known for. And then New York, he signed Labor Law 201G requiring every workplace to have a sexual harassment prevention training. Now, Cuomo, if you're listening to me, governor guy. And maybe he's not listening to us because he's in either New York City or he goes to Albany. But his brother, Chris, lives out in the Hamptons and our radio show broadcasts in the Hamptons. So, Chris, you got to report to your brother. Here's what you got to say. The problem is that you have this 201G that requires every employer in the state of New York, whether you just have a nanny or you're a multinational company, to train everybody on workplace sexual harassment. However, you don't enforce it. I did a FOIL, a Freedom of Information Law. Truth be told, I didn't do it. My colleague, the Chazaka, Mordechai Yankovic, who's with us, did it. And he, he, the Chazaka, asked the Department of Labor, are you enforcing this? And they said no. They have not made one enforcement about this yet. So maybe it's a bad look, Cuomo, when you have six accusers right now. Six. Six accusers on sexual harassment. Chazaka, like, don't you think that this is a bad look? Like, And maybe we're going to get into the substance. Here's what this show's about, guys. We're not going to get into the politics of the whole thing as much as we can help it. Because, you know, the Liebcast is about how current events impact real estate and business. What we want to do is we want to apply these six accusers, Lindsay, Charlotte, Anna, Karen, Anna, and the unidentified executive chamber staff member. We want to apply them as if Cuomo is the CEO of a company and tell you if we would take their cases to sue as a plaintiff's 
discrimination firm, whether we would sue, and we're going to evaluate all these cases. That's how we're going to try and do it. We're going to stay clear of the politics. If you want politics, go listen to Fox. If you want politics, go to MSNBC. We are about business sense. But regardless, it's a bad look. It's a bad look when, first of all, you made sexual harassment like such a big deal. But then secondarily, it seems like lip service. Chazaka, what do you think when they don't enforce us? Well, yes, you're right. We did do a Freedom of Information Act, and they said they have no information on uh, any uh, any audits of, uh, of of employers as to whether they've complied with the requirement to do the sexual harassment trainings, which I think is ridiculous. Like, what's the point of a law if you're not going to enforce it? Um, and also, you know, it's funny. Um, at one of uh, Cuomo's press conferences that I saw when he was addressing these uh, allegations, some one of the reporters asked him, "Did you uh, did you take the sexual harassment training?" That's awesome. And, well, he didn't take yeah, he, he, he didn't take the one from Leap Compliance because if he did, he would understand. And this is what I really want to get into. It's not just about touching. My mother and I were having dinner the other day, and she says to me, "When I was working, we thought sexual harassment meant touching." Something for something. And I said, no, 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 because she was upset about this Cuomo stuff. And I said, it's also hostile work environment. And we're going to unwind a lot of this stuff. But Morty, let's just back up. So there's this law, Labor Law 201G, and I mentioned it, that every employer needs to do a training and every employee needs to take it annually. And then you said you did this Freedom of Information Act or Freedom of Information Law, because it was the state one, not the FOIA, which is the federal one, you did that request on the Department of Labor and actually the Division of Human, Human Rights. Rights as well. And you said, have you guys audited anyone? That's what you, you want to get all the audits and all the fines, because you expected there to be fines, because the Department of Labor can do, what are the fines they can do for this? Well, they you can, there there's fines under the uh, under the labor law for employers that uh, discriminate or don't uh, comply with other labor laws, and there's also a potential uh, misdemeanor. They could they could they could refer it to the to the district attorney. And so we found none of these. And so I had Nothing. I had a, a prospect contact me the other day, Morty, and they said. I heard your show because we referenced this FOIL thing before, this Freedom of Information Law on the radio, and they go, you said they're not enforcing it, so why do I care? And I said, imagine, just imagine the opening statements if you get sued for sexual harassment and you didn't do a sexual harassment training. And we need to have that in this mantra about Cuomo because he's the face of anti-sexual harassment in the workplace. Wow. Because as a plaintiff's attorney, I'm going to ask you, let's imagine that Cuomo is the CEO of ABC widget company. We don't want to deal with the government because the government's a whole nother beast altogether. And truthfully, truthfully, it's not going to help business people that are listening to our show. But let's imagine Cuomo's the CEO of ABC Widget Company, and you get a call from this Lindsay or this Charlotte or this Anna or this Anna with only one N or this Karen or this unidentified executive chamber staff member. And they tell you their story, Morty. Clearly, one of the things you're going to be saying is you run an enforcement department that doesn't enforce the law on sexual harassment. So clearly that shows you don't care about enforcing sexual harassment in your own workplace. Isn't that part of your opening statement? 
that is, and I've used that uh, with uh, in, when I've represented plaintiffs. I, I've used that with employers in, in settlement discussions. And yeah, I, I would. I, that's a, that's one of the first things I would say. I actually, uh, I, without revealing any confidences, I was reading Morty's notes because we have a system in our office in our law firm, Leave at Law, that allows I get push alerts, which means I get an email whenever anyone does anything, any of the lawyers. It's so I can do quality control, etc. I was reading one of Morty's notes on one of his active cases right now. I'm not going to say the case. I'm not going to tell you where it is. I'm not going to tell you what field it is. But Morty just wrote. And the thing, I researched your client and found out he has a reputation of having been sued for this exact same thing before. So now our offer is going to be double. That's the way he, <laughs> that's how he, he started it. And so well, I need to give that as an analogy to the fact that it's not just the wrong you do, it's your reputation. Because when you're dealing with this, we're dealing with humans on a jury, Lauren. It's creating a pattern. It's creating a pattern. And it's giving that emotional oomph, that Cuomo, yeah. Cuomo. You're the guy that signed the law that doesn't enforce the law, as Lauren kept saying, lip service, lip service, lip service. Clearly, what you're saying is that you want to be able to use political talking points of saying you have an anti-sexual harassment law in the state of New York and you're the most anti-discrimination state that ever existed. That's what you want to do. But you don't even enforce it, which means that you don't give two rats about it. So, Morty, that would be your opening statement. Wouldn't that be your opening? Before we even get into the facts of Lindsay, Charlotte, Anna, Anna with one N, Karen, or the unidentified executive chamber staff member? Yes, 100%. That's the first thing I would say. I would say you're, this this claim of uh, discrimination um is is going to be successful because their governor is, or the CEO doesn't even enforce um, sexual harassment training. They don't comply with the law. So if they're not complying with the law to do discrimination training, um, they're they're they've already violated the law. So clearly, you know, they uh, a, a, a propensity for this. There's a lesson to be learned for that for my C-suite executives. I was watching. The TV this morning and Sherm was advertising Lauren Sherm. Tell them what Sherm is. Oh, Sherm is the human resources network that basically every C-suite person or HR person belongs to. It just provides you with unlimited information of everything you would need to know to run a company. So they they were, they were talking about Sherm. They were talking about C-suite executives. I was watching the show, Morty, and they had the Sherm CEO talking about how you, your, your people need to go to Sherm. Your managers, that's what they said, to run a smooth company. I'm going to tell you what your managers need to do, though, beyond going to Sherm. Just like Cuomo, here's the first lesson of today. If you have a policy and you don't enforce the policy, the policy is worse than having no policy in the first place. Let me repeat right. that again. Right. Yeah, I just right. want to repeat it again. If you have no policies in your business, that's better than having a policy and letting everyone skirt the policy because that says that you don't care whatsoever. Right, so you're just going through, you're just going through the motions to cover yourself, but you just don't care. And, and a, for Cuomo's PR person, I don't know how they're going to get himself out of this because how do you do that? How do you be the face of a state that is the biggest advocate for anti-discrimination? You've made and, that your brand. Yeah. I just, how do you get yourself out of that? And that's an impeachment conversation, but I want to reiterate, and it's important that everyone hears because the Leapcast again, we're trying to help business people in real estate and business understand how current events should impact them. And the impact is just like Cuomo. Here's the first lesson before we get into the facts. He has a bad card drawn in this poker game. 
He, his hands is it's it's terrible. Why? Without knowing the facts, because we know he has a policy that he doesn't enforce. That's already a carrot in your arsenal. Morty, I just want to digress and go back to something we said and then move forward with you on this. But we okay. were discussing that Cuomo is now the CEO of ABC Widget Corporation for our illustration. But I just want you to give me maybe a, a few seconds, one or two breaths at most, of why it's different in public or private life. Private meaning ABC Widget Corporation, public meaning it being the government. So the government does have um, for some form of immunity to claims um, of, uh, of, of violating federal and, and state law, um, and you know the, the, they, they have more they have more protections. Um, private individuals do not have those protections. I'm not saying that you couldn't sue a public uh, a, a public figure for for discrimination, a public sector. Um, uh, employee for em, employee for discrimination, um, but it's it, 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 it's much it's much more difficult. So if Lindsay calls you up, Charlotte calls you up, Anna with two ends, Anna with one end, Karen or this unidentified executive chamber staff member, they listen to the Leapcast. They say, "I want the Yankovich, the Chazaka, to represent me." <laughs> they call you after this. You're not saying they don't have a claim. So if you work for state government, federal government, county government, town government. That doesn't mean you're allowed to get discriminated against. And in fact, Labor Law 201G, which is about the trainings applied to not just the private ABC widget, but also the public New York State employees as well. Is that correct? Correct. So I just want everyone to realize that we're just doing it the other way around because, you know, if we stay in the governmental one, I'm afraid that you're going to look at this as another political show. And I could put pundits on and say... Democrats! And then I could have another pundits go on. Conservatives! And then we could have Bernie yelling on both of them because he does it better than I do. I need to do a Bernie. Like, we should just have him be the announcer for that little debate. Democrats! <laughs> like, like, the guy is just awesome. But <laughs> I think Bernie needs to get out of the um, politics field and just become a WWE announcer, the world wrestling entertainment. <laughs> he would be unbel- the guy. He has a future there. I, like, I, just, I, don't, I don't understand. How, how old is he? Seven, 78. The amount of energy that guy has, it's crazy. And he's so, it, whatever you think about him politically, you can't deny the man is sharp and he has energy. It's, it's crazy. And what an announcer he would be. <laughs> Can you imagine him wearing uh, a tuxedo? I was thinking a spandex tuxedo because it's the yeah. WWE. Anyway, let's go back to where we were. <laughs> With the mittens, of course. Oh, he needs his mittens. Yeah, he'd, wear, yeah, he'd have to wear that, uh, that, that winter uh, puffed coat uh, in the ring. I love it. I love it. So anyway, there's going on, just so we know politically, there's an impeachment inquiry being opened up. Additionally... The New York Attorney General, Letitia James, has appointed two lead investigators, June Kim and Ann Clark. Plus, they have three other lawyers that are doing an investigation. This Jennifer Kennedy Park, Abina Minu, I'm butchering the names, I'm sorry, Yannick Grant. And Cuomo has said so far, he won't resign. Now, there's some arguments that saying, hey, 
This is just coming up because of this nursing home stuff. And it's a political hit job. I just want to be acknowledging everything because Cuomo came out so hard against Trump. So this is the backlash of when you come out strong because everyone was going coffee with Cuomo. Cuomo is guiding us through this pandemic, blah, 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 blah. I couldn't care less. Here's what I care about. Morty, first of all, how long, if we're dealing with ABC Widget Corporation, can Lindsay, Charlotte, Anna, Karen, Anna, and the unidentified executive chamber staff member, how long could they bring a discrimination suit for sex harassment for this sex discrimination after it happened? Because some of these things I'm reading are years ago. So what I'm wondering about is statute of limitations. And I'd like you to do it just so we're clear, on all the different levels they could sue. Because as a lawyer, just because you can't sue federally, maybe you could still sue state. Just because you can't still sue state, maybe you could do county. Just give me some idea because I want people listening to say, wow, even though it happened this many years ago, I still can do something about it. Wrong remains wrong and I can get damages. So in in New York State, uh, the statute of limitations is three years after the date of the last act of, uh, of discrimination or harassment. And just to be clear, when you say in New York State, though, that doesn't mean that because it's happening in New York State, that's your only statute of limitations. Is that correct? Like you could still be bringing a federal claim because sex discrimination is unlawful yes. in the workplace. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, the federal law, Title VII, protects against discrimination. So if you want to bring a claim in federal court under Title VII, you can tack on, as a related claim, a, uh, state, court, uh, a state court discrimination claim as well. And how long do you have on the federal one? So federal, if you want to bring a federal claim, you actually have to do what's known as exhausting your uh, administrative remedies. You have to file with uh, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission um, within a year. Uh, so if it was over a year, the federal claims out the window, but you could still do New York State. Correct. Lauren? So if Karen Hinton, one of the accusers, was doing this on a private level, she would be completely she, – she, her claim was that, that Cuomo dimly lit a hotel room in 2000 after a work event. Yeah, so they're saying this lady was a former press aide, and she's saying that um, – when she wor- when Cuomo was Bill Clinton's HUD secretary, he embraced her. She tried to pull away. She's claiming he pulled back to embrace her before she left the room. She's saying there was this dimly lit hotel room. But Lawrence pointed out the key fact. This was the year 2000. 21 years ago. So is Karen completely, she comes to you and goes, I want to sue Cuomo and ABC Widget Corporation. You would say, Karen, I'm sorry, you're out of luck. Is that correct? Yeah, she's well past the statute of limitations. So, Karen, we just already got rid of this, Karen, if we're defending Cuomo in this situation. And if you're a plaintiff, you would say, Karen, I'm sorry, this is no good. And just because things are wrong doesn't mean you can sue about it. Even though you said New York is the last date of the discrimination, there hasn't been any other allegations since, Lauren says, 21 years ago. Karen's gone. And that's true on the county level, too, because the county also has discrimination statutes. Yes, yes. Unless something happened, you know, more recently, there, there's no way forward for this claim. So okay. she's only saying this 21 years later because she's trying to get Cuomo out. Well, she might be trying to get her voice. There's psychological reasons. I just mm-hmm. want to be clear, Lauren. Assuming what Karen is saying is correct, which we do not know, 
It's very important to speak your truth when you're a victim of discrimination. And one of the biggest pushes today, it's interesting you bring that up, Lauren, and I'm going to transition for one second, Morty, then we're going to jump back. Because just on March 8th, just happened, President Biden issued an executive order, 14020. And that was the establishment of the White House Gender Policy Council. It's kind of interesting. It happens at the same time. And what he's doing is he's saying, listen, it's not just about what the laws are. There's a bigger issue here. There's an issue of having your own self-worth. There's an issue of regaining control of yourself. And what Biden is saying, here's what he did. He said, By September 24th, 2021, he wants this council, which is a lot of his cabinet, he wants this council to come to him with policy proposals to change the law to protect more people from sex and gender identity discrimination. And this is very important because maybe, maybe Karen is going to get a new leg in life to be able to sue. So that's just under the law now. But Lauren, I hear what you're saying. And what you're saying is that right now, Karen has no case. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm sorry. I just have it in my head that she's Karen. (laughs) (laughs) So she's Karening it. She's Karening it. So, Morty, let's move on from Karen. Let's move on from Karen. And let's understand, because I want to go over some of the other things. Like, I'm reading this Lindsay lady. And Lindsay is a former aide, which means an employee. She was the first woman to come forward. What she's saying, let's assume it's within the time period to sue that he frequently made inappropriate comments to her, suggesting, joking once, that they should play strip poker. She alleges that he kissed her on the mouth without consent. She said that in more than three years that she worked for him, he would go out of his way to touch her on the lower back, arms, and legs. We get this all because there's an article in Fox News called Andrew Cuomo's Accusers, Women Who've Made Sexual Harassment Claims Against New York Governor. So here's the question, Morty. Lindsay rings you. Ring, ring, ring. You answer the phone. She says, hi, it's Lindsay. I heard you on the Liebcast. I want to sue Cuomo because we're going to assume she's within the statute of limitations of the three years under New York State. She probably isn't within the one year for the EEOC federally. She calls you up. She tells you that. Does she have a claim on those facts? Yeah, I think she. I think she. She can. Uh, she can state a claim under all the uh, discrimination laws um, because this. It wasn't just one stray incident. It was comments over a period of time, and there was also a, uh, a an allegation of inappropriate uh, touching and and kissing. So yes, I, I. I think she would have a claim, and I think the only way um, the employer would be able to defend this is deny it or somehow show that this was this was welcomed by Miss Boylan. Let's go back for a second. Of her her allegation, she's saying there was this joke about she called it a joke, playing strip poker. She's saying that she's saying yeah, that he he would, I would say if that if that if that was the only allegation, I would say no. So that's not enough alone. Next one. No, a stray comment like that, the, no. Next one. He kissed her on the mouth without consent. I just want to point out, she didn't say he tongue kissed her. He, she didn't say we made out. She kissed, he kissed her on the mouth. Is it possible, I just want to understand, that you would have a problem with that case? Because maybe he would say, we went to kiss on the cheek and there was a turn. I'm sorry. Like, this wasn't like, she didn't say he groped me while he did that. 
Well, I agree with you, and I think that's where all these other um, accusers could come in because you could potentially get those other accusers' accounts in on behalf of Lindsay to show that, look, this wasn't an accident or a mistake or a uh, or a one-time occurrence. Like there's a there's a pattern of this, like Lauren said before. So Lindsay alone, though, if she just said the joke about strip poker, that's not enough. But with everything else, maybe enough. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't take the case. What about just the kiss on the mouth alone with nothing else? Um, pro- pro- probably not. What about touching her on the lower back, arms, and legs? It would depend, you know, on the on the context. It would depend how often it happened. It would depend, uh, you know, if she um, if she told him that if she expressed in any way that she was uncomfortable with it. Um, you know, it would, it would depend on the factual circumstances. So, of those three, though, which is the one that is the m- most egregious? If you're being her attorney, to say, "Hey, this is the case outside of facts and circumstances." Is it the touching on the lower back's arms and legs? The kissing on the mouth or the joke? Well, I would say just because of the the apparent frequency of it, I would say the uh, the touching on the lower back, arms, and legs. Morty, we're getting booted for a commercial because this is on WRCN as well. So I'm going to have to uh, stop now with this conversation. But I think we've really touched on a lot of things here. And what I'm getting from you is if Cuomo is the CEO of ABC Widget Corporation, assuming they're in the statute of limitations, the time to sue, the fact that he has this labor law 201G that he's not enforcing, the fact that there's six accusers, the fact that his brand was about anti-discrimination, you're telling me that a plaintiff's attorney wants these cases. Is that what we're getting from the Leapcast? Yes. This is the Leapcast. We'll be right back with our next segment. Find us on social media at Listen to Leap or visit listentoleap.com. Have you faced discrimination in housing, at work, or at any place of public accommodation? Call the aggressive lawyers at Liebet Law PC to learn your legal rights at 631-878-4455. That's Liebet Law, 308 West Main Street, Suite 100, Smithtown, New York, at 631-878-4455. Or visit us on the web at LiebetLaw.com. L-I-E-B, LiebetLaw.com. LiebetLaw.com. 